change It's like my dreams out of reach This pain and all this grief If you see God and you have to speak Tell him it's crazy in these streets Feel my pain and it's so good You're on Pastor Phil Welcome to Church on the Block, real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets with my great co-host, Pastor Jay and Ruck Boy on Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 154. Yo, we are back again, y'all. That's right, 9 a.m. Central Time, 10 a.m. East Coast Time, Church on the Block, real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets. We up in this piece with my favorite host right here. Give it up. Yo, what's Who's up? Who's on the mic? Who's on the mic with you? You know who it is, man. It's Pastor Jay. What's going on, Phil? What's going on, Ruckus? <laughs> Khalid in the background. And our special Khalid. guest you're going to introduce later. What's up, y'all? Yo, what's good? It's your boy, DJ Ruckus. It's a beautiful morning this Sunday and uh, happy to be here. Let's uh, have some great conversation and talk today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You in the dungeon down there. You you in your spot right down there, Ruckus. You, like, you got to have a name for that. We got to give it a name. <laughs> and we got a special guest with us in the building. What's your name, bro? <laughs> what up? Uh, I'm Jarius King, better known as Man of God. Pleasure to be here with y'all. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Jarius, Man of God, man. Man, did, at one time, did you... You call yourself or someone call you rubber band man something with a rubber nah. band something? <laughs> it Probably was like, on a mic or something, <laughs> somebody joking around. Yo, you know, we talk about hip hop. Uh, you know, we talk about the church hip hop in the streets, and, and today we're talking about hip hop, we're talking about breaking. You know, there's five elements of hip hop, right? Five elements. First, you can know no, no particular order. Some cats put it in order, they'll say graffiti first. Some some cats will put graffiti first, right? Breaking, DJing. MCs and knowledge. The fifth element of hip hop is knowledge, right? And we're here today with one of the most phenomenal breakers in the country, in the world, really, uh, who has really left his mark in Chicago, all over the world, but like left his mark with moving the culture forward and awaking people um, to 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 break it, like waking people to the 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 vibe of the culture. And I was saying earlier, like sometimes I'll be somewhere and I'm talking about, yo, we have a breakdance session on Mondays and it used to be Monday and Wednesdays. Come on out, breaking. They still breaking. Yo, people, <laughs> there's not a stopping of one's culture because you stopped watching after Crush Groove. You didn't see <laughs> nothing else after that. Or after breaking two, you stopped, mm-hmm. you know, uh, watching everything, you know. Um, you know, the reality of the culture uh, is embedded by the people who embrace what it is meaning and its significant impact in their own life. And they're not going to stop that because it's not going to be at the fever in New York <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> top, top, top. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or it's going to be at uh, uh, subterranean. It's not going to be getting it. It is about uh, where we are right now and who we are. I mean, it's like most deaf said, right? People be asking me all the time, What's up with hip hop? Blah, 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 with hip hop. He said, You want to know what's hip hop? Ask yourself, how you doing? Mm-hmm. What you got going on, right? So it is with the culture. Um, so we want to talk today about this element of, of hip hop and breaking, right? There's a difference between breakers and popping, and popping was, you know, West Coast. Uh, but we want to talk to Jarius, the man of God, as a breaker. Just tell us a little bit about your history and your background. And of course, you are from the mighty, mighty West Side of Chicago <laughs> and bringing that fire to the West side, but just share your story a little bit, man. People get to know you. Yeah. Um, so like you said, my name is man of God. I go by man of God. Uh, I am part of a a crew called motion disorders, um, which is one of the, you know, legendary crew in the U S they're actually from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 
which is actually like Chicago's rival city. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Right, tradi- right. tradi- traditionally, <clears throat> so I joined with the ops, apparently. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but uh, I've been breaking 22, 22 years. Wow. And you're 24. You know, man, 24. Man, all the right. <laughs> 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 Got it. You look like it, for sure. Right. Yo, talk to my <laughs> knees, though. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I began breaking in the year 2000. Uh, so right now, I think I'm coming up on what is it, my 22nd anniversary. Uh, like the fall winter season is like my my anniversary of when I started dancing. Where can I go from here? Since since then, I've been blessed enough to travel and compete and teach and perform around the world. I used to be part of the uh, Milwaukee Bucks uh, breaking team as well as mm. the Unbreakables, the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, I've. I also uh, was part of a crew called Rhythm Attack, which was uh, from based in Hong Kong. They're like uh, Hong Kong and, by extension, all of China's premier international crew. So I've been part of that. Wow. Um, I was the director for, an, uh, co-director, sorry, co-director for an event in Madison, Wisconsin, uh, where I went to college called Breaking the Law. And it was like, a, mm, started off yep. as like a, a breaking battle, but it really expanded into like a, a full week-long a festival right. free to the public for 11 years and, and people will come from all around the world from it. So I've done a lot of work in the events programming and uh, arts programming, arts education. Uh, I tell people uh, I'm a black arts educator because I don't like to use the term street dance per se. Mm. Why not? Why not? I, I, uh, there is a lot of white and or light washing when it comes to hip hop, especially breaking. And so I just let people know from the get go, like, yeah, this this culture and this thing that we do is for everybody, but it's not by everybody. So don't get it twisted. Uh, so I'm a. There's a lot of anti-blackness within uh, Harsh, this pop right culture. There. Yo, for real. And that, that's why uh, I think you said I was one of like the most no- notorious. It's like don't say that. It's like no, I am. I talk a lot of I talk a, a, a lot of uh, bliggity black. I'm black, y'all type CB4 that mic stuff to people, and they don't they don't like it. But I'm just be like yo. I'm not a street dance teacher. No, I'm a black arts educator because also mm. within the movement, there's history. It's part of a, a cultural lineage. Like, yeah. you know, it, it didn't just pop up in the 80s or 70s like everybody thinks it thinks right. it did. So, right. yeah, so, I I do a lot. I, I travel, I, I teach, I dance. I've been around the world, been blessed enough. And I'm uh, Chicago's native crew, son. How many crews, like, are you on a couple of different crews? <clears throat> Right now, for the first time in my life, I'm actually just only part of one crew, or for the second okay. time in my life, I should say. Um, <laughs> Rhythm Attack, the crew in Hong Kong, is no longer active, and I stopped representing them about like a year ago. Um, so now, now I just represent my crew, Motion Disorders. I'm gonna throw this at you. What about Floor Physics? Ooh, yeah, that was my very, very first crew. Uh, that floor was part Physics, of, baby. I know. I'll never forget. Um, and it's funny because to this day. Out of the, all the people who were in floor physics, there's only two two of us who are still active, and that's uh, mm. me and my boy Defects. Um, okay. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Defects. Defects was in floor physics. Yeah, he he came in young me. pictures, in young pictures, man. Oh, that's, I gotta that's when go he had back. hair. No, when he had <laughs> so oh. he, he lost all his hair spitting on his head. You're saying <laughs> a, a little bit, yeah. He finally he joined the, uh, the 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 what do they call it the 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 Ball Brothers Guild. 
Oh. <laughs> I'm heading that way. I'm heading that way. Um. But, um, yeah, I, like I said, I've, I've been continuing dancing. I'm also a, a part of the judging committee for the Olympics uh, in Hong Kong. Wow. Uh, helping them develop the curriculum out there and been judging events like Olympic qualifiers on the, for, for the dancers on the road to Olympics. So, Wow. Yeah. Now, tell people like some history about breaking, like, like, like you talked about it just didn't happen in the seventies or the you know eighties and the seventies. Who was the first breaker? Was it just crazy legs? Was he the one who started it all? <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Actually crazy legs is second generation. Right. Ah, <laughs> first generation. Most of the people were breaking. They said it started like no, no later than 1973, if I'm not mistaken. No, no later than, you know, like, like we said, I, tr- I try to do like a lot of demystifying, or I should say, like stripping away like the romanticized view of how we understand breaking. So it started no later than 1973. Uh, of course, in the Bronx, New York, uh, giving credit, some of the earliest breakers was like in terms of crews and ones that were known as like My- Mighty Zulu Kings. Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of where it started and it built built up from there. So by the time, you know, folks like Crazy Legs and like when a Rocksteady crew got into it, you know, it became... Um, more commercial, like it started getting media yeah. exposure. And by that time, a lot more Latinos started getting involved in the dance. And even even in its inception, you had folks who were Afro-Latinos who were some of like the first breakers. But yeah, I mean, oh my God, I, there's so much I could go into. But in terms of, in terms of the, the, the timeline, breaking started no later than 1973. Of course, South Bronx, New York yeah. City. Mm-hmm. Um Giving a, a credit, a special shout out to Bronx River Projects, which is now, Bronx it, River. It was stimulated by Cool Herc with the break beat in that context, like in the movement of all of that kind of synchronizing of the uh, uh, of the DJ. Uh, yes. So you know, the common story is you know Cool Herc at his parties, you know, uh, right? Had a, the breakers come through, and he kind of turned coined the term B boys because they people say, right. oh, it's, it's dancing to the breaks of a record or uh, and or, you know, the, the term breaking on, like doing something like, you know, why are you breaking on me? Like, you know, or they, you know, moms was breaking on me, like tripping on me, whatever, like doing something not normal. I'm going to bring that term back. I'm going to bring that term back. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it that's like the kind of like romanticized version or when things solidify. And I think that's the agreed upon narrative or the agreed upon lore, folklore, whatever the term may be. Right. Um, but like there was dances and other things that came before, like the, the go off or the boyo yoing, which mm-hmm. constituted like the top rock and the dances that they were doing, which were, you know, like the go off or the boyo yoing was like they nay nay back in the day or they're hitting folks <laughs> or, you know, it was their TikTok dance. But I guess it was just like TikTok was seen in person back then. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, right. <laughs> Yeah, it, it started from that. So, it, but the narrative is like you know, solidified breaking was the thing at Cool Herc's parties. But they was already doing it, you know. Yeah. What well, What would you say if if somebody like me, I want to get into this, I, I want to learn a, 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 a little bit more about this. Would it Would it be like Beach Street? Would that be a movie for for cats to look at? I would say, in terms of like, if you want to see some dope breaking, yeah. You know, yeah. I started watching B Street. That's what got me like into breaking Ashley. Like, that movie. Pure, pure breakers say that's yeah. the movie. 
Like that's the movie. That's the one like, for me. The, yeah. From the, from the, we had we had you know the, were you here that time we had the 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 actual producer of that movie here. He's, he lives in Oak Park. We had oh. him come here. Yes, he lives in Oak Park. We had him come and we showed the movie at at um at the church and some breakers got down with us and they talked about their style and their culture, what they do. And he was like so amazed that it was like, I don't know if the anniversary might have been for, for Beach Street, but he was like, man, I didn't know that I would be kind of the catalyst or this movie would be sort of a, a affirming of a culture and moving forward. He came with his son and everything. It was like, yo, where you been? You, you, you in the basement of your own crib? Like, this, <laughs> wow, this is powerful. Yeah. I, would, I would say B Street is a good movie to watch. I would also say in terms of just understanding, especially now, a lot of breakers, there's a thing happening where a lot of breakers aren't even connected to hip hop culture or knowledgeable at all. They just only in breaking. Yeah. And so I would say for knowledge, say like, you know, seeing like the aesthetics and how things come together, like Wild Style is a good movie. Wow. Um, I got the so, VHS in the crib right here. Yeah. Look, so, we can't um, forget The Last Dragon now. Oh, God, no. <laughs> you know? There's so much. I love yeah. that movie, but there's so much wrong with it. There's so much yes. problematic yes. Yes. stuff with that movie. Yo, uh, I, I, I got to meet the actor who played Bruce Leroy last oh, year. Oh, uh, Time Up. Yeah, Time Up. Yeah. And I, got, I, I walked into Comic-Con my first year going. And I'm looking at the table, seeing this old dude behind the table. Can't even tell it's him. And he got all this memorabilia and stuff. And I'm like, what's the deal with the table? And he's just like, you get a picture, you get an autograph. I'm like, this you? He's just like, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'll be back. And my my niece is with me. And she looks at me and she goes, yeah, you're such a nerd right now. You, and I was just like, but you're the one dressed up, and I'm the nerd. <laughs> so, yeah, needless to say, I got my autograph picture and stuff back here uh, with that brother. But you didn't, get, you, you didn't, you didn't leave I, uh, with the glow, though. You didn't I got the glow. He, he, he wrote it on paper. I got the glow. I, I was like, bro, don't make me whoop you up in here. <laughs> I, would, uh, I, I would say, not The Last Dragon. That's something different. I love that movie, though. Um, but uh, I would say B Street is a cool movie for entertainment purposes and seeing things. Wild Style is a cool movie. Yeah. And for education specifically about breaking, I would say The Freshest Kids. But oh, yeah, definitely. With a, with a caveat, because there's stuff there, like they present a very romanticized yes. view, uh, breakdown of, of what breaking is to a okay. degree. And they start really with just like, they kind of mention the first genera- generation of breakers, which was mainly like the black dudes, ethnically speaking, like stateside black folks, but then the rest okay. of it is just like all like who who Crazy Legs hero is and all these other folks. And it just So they, they run with a narrative in that film. But I would say First Kids is good. Man, this is so good, y'all. We're going to come right back. Breaking, baby. Come on. You're listening to Church on the Block, real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets. Holy Culture Radio, CSXM 154. Come right back. We got more in store. Woo, Church on the Block, real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets, man. I just finished a, a whole little up-rock move. I was just getting it right there. We are here, man. You know, we talk about hip hop, and and we have not oftentimes had a great leader, great dancer, great uh, influence of the culture as Jarius uh, King, man of God, um, who is here with us on the show now. You never have met, heard, knew about. Go online. He'll talk about some place to connect. 
I mean, you talk about moving the culture forward, awaking the culture. Even in even in North Carolina, on the west side of Chicago, folks being able to say, "What y'all doing that in, in Lawndale at, at the firehouse? Y'all doing it in the neighborhood?" Has really awakened people to the to the holistic picture of what of, of the four elements of uh, of hip hop in that in that way, and even caused cats to really say, "You know, I think let me let me try this." I mean, one of the things that Jaria said when we had the dance studio open. Not that he wasn't already doing this in other places, but like, yo, I really want to have this space be a space where folks can come and really see, yo, I can really enjoy this this move. And not only just the dance part of it, but the cultural dynamics of it as well. So, so Jarius, talk to us about like the culture of breaking. Like, like what is how people how people understand that? I mean, sometimes helping people understand all the four elements and 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 seeing it beyond just the art artistic part like from my rhyming somebody DJing somebody dance somebody tagging it's more than that like what does that more than that mean when it comes to breaking the breaking culture Ooh. okay that's a question I'm trying to think of okay. yeah, keep, yeah, keep uh, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep practicing my moves you know what I'm saying planet rock get a planet rock don't stop ah, I'm gonna just keep working but, on my stuff to you wow you know you what, think? Okay. I would say in, 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 in breaking I guess one of the things that really drew me to it in terms of the cultural aspect, one, when we really look at it, because people say like, you know, oh, it was a, a way for youth to get together and solve their differences nonviolently. It was just like, no, like some of our elders, they'll tell you they, they were still stick up kids back in the day. <laughs> they were, you know, New York back then, you know, where, where they grew up, South Bronx, rampant poverty, slumlords, uh, uh, crack era. Uh, right, right. You know, crack being filtered into black and brown neighborhoods, like it. They were still wilding, you know. Yeah. And over time, maybe folks who stay with it, or you know, as the generations got into it, people got to you know calm down and like the longevity of it. But the thing that really attracted me to the dance was that I mean, breaking. When you look at it, it's a war dance. Mm. If, you, if you really look at it, it's a war dance, or it's it's okay. Now break that down. Break that down. I like that. I like that. I see where you're going, but just help me yeah, understand it's, that. It's, it's competitive. And at its root, like, you know, they took social dance moves or other stuff like that, but it really became about, like, the music and, and just going at it, like, going off. And you see somebody <laughs> doing whatever, you want to top that kind of. So I just, gotcha. I really, I really appreciated the battle aspect of it because, you know, that when we talked about B Street, that battle scene in the Roxy, in the club. <laughs> when I when I saw that, you know, growing up, especially like you know, in, in, in on the like south side, southeast side, west sides of Chicago, it was just like I was really into martial arts, but mm. it was such a you know specifically kung fu because I was watching like you know kung fu movies, yeah, um, yeah. Also like karate martial arts movies, but kung fu is like what I really like got drawn to. And Did you have a kung fu book though? I had the kung fu book where you lay out and like, okay, you track this move. Yeah, yes, that's how. I've I've had I've had stuff like that. I used to uh, have like the black belt magazines with like the, okay, with the yep. weapons and all, like I was really into martial arts. But you know, growing up in a in a you know working class home right. and seeing it, and looking at like the the yellow pages, I'm dating myself. I'm dating all of us at this point. <laughs> uh, but looking at the, uh, was it the white pages? No, I, th- I think it was the yellow pages and or, yeah, the yellow pages. Yellow pages. Yeah, white pages was residential. My, uh, yeah. Uh, looking at the yellow pages for businesses and other stuff. Like, let me look up martial arts dojos. Yeah, yeah. Just was, Capoeira, was Capoeira any part of that? Cop, cop, so at first I was like, I want to do Kung Fu. But then I started seeing like 
all the academies and stuff for that was mostly like on the like north side or northwest side and it's just like it's far and it's expensive so it was like out of my reach physically uh geographically mm-hmm. i should say um and then i i, I watched this movie kind of like it's called only the strong and for my, my capoeiristas people who practice capoeira that's their like kind of like their beat street or their breaking. So when you tell like a real capoeirista, like, oh, I saw that movie Only the Strong, brought in our way, they're just like, oh my God. Mm. Like, no. But I saw that and it was just like, okay, there's people that look like me doing this martial art. Like, it's wait, it's African, it's a black martial art, you know? Like, yo, I, what is this? Right, then, right. Then I looked at the yellow pages again, capoeira, all on the north side, all mm-hmm. over far so it's just and it's expensive then right. i finally i saw breaking and at this point uh this is like summer 2000 i'm laying on the on the couch in my crib because uh i actually had just had a, a spinal fusion it's like a spinal surgery um because i had severe scoliosis so they had to like straighten me up uh attach metal rods to my spine so i couldn't move much i couldn't even watch uh, funny TV shows because it would hurt my my physical fr- frame to laugh. Like, wow. so I'm sitting there summer summertime after my freshman year of high school, just on the couch, and Beat Street came on, and I would see it like once a year, and they usually saw it in the winter, saw mm-hmm. it in the summer, and I was just <laughs> like, yo, it's people that look like me that's doing that, and my first thought wasn't like, do I what what academy can I go to or this or that? The third, it was like, I just want to if it felt real. It felt attainable. And I felt connected. Because, yeah, Capoeira is like an Afro-Brazilian martial art. But I don't know what Bananawe means. What's, I don't even know what the the, the mm-hmm. like the instrument they was holding. I didn't even know mm-hmm. the name of it at the time. I didn't get it culturally. So mm-hmm. when I saw Breaking, I was just like, I see mugs getting at each other. They battling. I understand some of the music. I see rapping. I see, you know, at the time, you know, Soul Sonic Force and Bambada. You know, that was called, you know, older, right. old school back then. But right. I knew it. So right. um, the culture of breaking is one, it's, it's a war dance, it's competitive, it's to, it's to music that really speaks to the black uh, experience and is rooted out of like hundreds of years of like cultural lineage. And it just is, it embodied all of the old, the funk and the, even like disco yeah. and all those movements, but then yeah. just the rawness of growing up like in the city and growing up in the hood and like, you know, like I wasn't out there in the streets and I wasn't doing nothing because I was my parents would beat beat my <laughs> my butt, you know what I mean? Right. So I get whoop I get whooping real quick. So I was just and it was like dangerous around us. So I couldn't always like go outside and right. you know, I couldn't do a lot of stuff. So it just really spoke to me. Um and but in terms of the culture of breaking, it's it's hard to summarize right. of it, but I would say at yeah. this point right now, breaking has it's kind of divorced. It's in in a lot of ways from hip hop. Yeah. Um, just in terms of like the music production and saying like the music industry that's messing up with rappers and other stuff like that. You mm-hmm. know, and like YouTube or these streaming platforms doing like these copyright claims. You have people trying to do production, and it's really like, you know, some hip hop stuff is like slower or it's it's not like the traditional like BPMs we want. And so like even like trap. You know, is is hip hop and a lot of southern breakers. You know, people from the south. We got breakers in Texas and Houston and and Atlanta. You know, in Georgia, the music that they grew up with doesn't match the, the soundtrack they grew up with. Doesn't match what you know right. breaking is. 
you know, mm-hmm. so that's like, right. That's right. There's been a lot, a lot of a, a movement now, even from like you know, especially like I said, like black breakers from Texas specifically, and people from the South put in like overlaying trap music videos and like their Instagram reels and other stuff like that because it's like this is what we get down to. So, uh, but wow. for the most part, you know, breaking being in the Olympics and it having traveled the world and other communities adding their own cultural influences and understandings and also misunderstandings and appropriation all in the mix. Uh, breaking is, is kind of like everywhere. It's attached to hip hop culture traditionally yeah. in terms of the framework we give it in terms of the five elements, but it's technically, in, in my opinion, it's not a hip hop dance no more. It's, it's a mm. traditional, I'll say it's a traditional hip hop dance form, but as it stands currently, like, Break and start being That's like the hip hop dance to me. I would say by the mm. mid two thousands, two thousand tens, and it, at, at one point it was contesting with freestyle hip hop because they was taking what breaking was doing in the house and mixing it in. Like from a, they was all doing that, but from a musical standpoint, breaking just really went. You know, it stayed in that funk direction and that higher BPM and the pots and pans production that Muggs is doing now. Um, mm, that's interesting. Jairus, would you say that we should expect in this like 2024 Olympics to not hear much hip hop then as like the soundtracks to yeah, what's being played? Not at all. Mm. Not at all. You'll probably hear some production that's reminiscent of hip hop or using some of the same like the 808s or the sounds. Yeah. But in terms of like BPMs or actual people rapping, nah. But if they do rap, it ain't going to... It ain't gonna be that type of rap like this. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's gonna be a set of hip hop, the B boys and the B girls. It's just like, um, yeah, yeah. That's not even, yeah. that type of flow is not even culturally relevant in terms of the t- time frame of that's right. what's happening now, you yeah. know? So they only that's sticking right. with that. That's right. You know, so, and also just with like lyrics, lyrical content and stuff, you gotta be careful. So it ain't gonna be no. No, no that's rap right. in in uh, Olympic <laughs> stuff. You know, uh, the, yeah, yeah, that makes sense, bro. Yeah. I, uh, one other thing I wanted to ask too, real quick. Um, <clears throat> so you you said something I think is real important. We've been talking about how hip hop has been about the affirmation, like uh, especially of minorities. Like it's an opportunity for us to flex, right? And uh, mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. people who've been like historically oppressed, historically marginalized, when you're an MC, when you're a breaker, when you're a graph writer, DJ, anything, well, we getting our name out there. We we want to be the best. Like it's a time to flex. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that you call breaking up like a war dance. I just love to take your perspective on it. Like, you know, probably from like a more of a, a Mago Day spiritual format. Like how do you mm-hmm. feel like this helps people to gauge or feel more human, more like, mm, mm. you know what I mean? Like affirmed, mm-hmm. you know, in, in, in this space. So. Yeah. I, I can speak from personal experience, man. Like, you know, I, I, I always struggle with self-confidence issues. You know, I was, I was short, you know, I always been skinny. So people always got commentary to think, say about my weight or this <laughs> or that or the third and like breaking from a personal level, it, it really made me realize like, yo, like I'm, I am physically, like I am strong or I would see videos of myself and be like, yo, I actually, I look kind of cool. Or even from a personal level, like I was pretty much always good in school, but like breaking was something that really like challenged me to really use my mind, like in super creative way. So i even just through that, um, I never had a problem thinking like I'm intelligent, I'm smart or, you know, cause the some of the most intelligent conversations I've ever had in my life had nothing to do with academia and that in those institutions mm. or you know the traditional thought forms of that. It's about breaking down my philosophy in terms of how I approach movement and dance and doing this and 
you know, from a human level, you know, growing up in, partially in Lawndale, I actually grew up technically on the Mexican side of the neighborhood on 23rd Street by the bridge. And yeah, over there by know, T now. You said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, um, it, it really helped me think differently than like the surroundings that told me like I need to be careful of Mexicans or like Latinos. You know, when I would go breaking up north on the northwest side and like go to Puerto Rican fest, you know, my father would tell me he was like, "Man, don't, why are you going over there around them Puerto Ricans? They shoot at us." You know, mm-hmm. whereas me, I'm just like, this is opening my my world up, and I'm really seeing things beyond like the 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 racial and cultural separations that that we yeah. have. So it just it made me a better person, and you know, even through my dance name, Man of God, like you know, people be trying to like. Yo, I'm a I'm b-boy, kill them all. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, like it's gotta be, yeah. or it's gotta sound cool. Or some people would just be like, I don't have a name, so I'm gonna just use my regular name. So if it's just like b-boy Jarius, I was like, I don't want that neither, <laughs> right? So, um, I was blessed enough I, to just have something that spoke to me as a person, where where I was spiritually, where I wanted to go. Like, you know, as 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 now as a father, you know, I've been able to provide for 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 my family through the arts. I've been able to reach people and do business through that. So just as as a person, through commerce, through spirituality, uh, through mm-hmm. everyday interaction, my my world viewpoint, like breaking, especially and also through hip hop, you know, it just it 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 opened me up, man, and it just it it made me it helped me be come the person that I wanted to be and just like to be an amazing amazing human in this world. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. There's I a, remember the first time I ever walked into a, a hip hop party and saw all the elements happening at the same time. I was mm-hmm. in high school and I walked into a party and I could not believe it was MCs in this corner in a circle in the cypher, DJs up there battling on the t- breakers in the middle of the floor over here. They had a spot in the back. Right? It was all happening at the <laughs> same time. It was like so mm-hmm. overwhelming. But the cultural diversity, racial diversity, economic diversity, man, like... That was the first time I was like, yo, this is different, right? Like <laughs> this is this the world right here, right now. Right. You know? And what's I interesting like- is, you know, us coming from Chicago, I, I see things differently than a lot of people. One, because, you know, I had to learn to take kind of like the blinders off in terms of like understanding the world from a very racialized perspective, um, in terms of how we are segregated, but also culturally just like appreciate it. Cause in Chicago, like, yeah, we had hip hop, but you know. I remember being at the block parties. I don't remember like hip hop playing. We have, you know, house, house. like, you know, <laughs> ghetto house or juke, what would become like juke, you know, type mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, you know, my first dances wasn't seeing like top rock or free, you know, not, you know, growing up, I'm born in 85. So growing up in nineties, like house party, we saw those movies and the dancing and all the other stuff like that. But I grew up seeing footwork in first. You know, right, so right. <laughs> when I when I finally got exposed to like hip hop, hip hop, like you said, in terms of like totality and what we know as the elements, it was just like, yo, like this is amazing. <laughs> right, right, right. I remember being in the all styles battle here. <clears throat> it was crazy with oh my god, not in the not in the firehouse, but I think it was in Cicero or somewhere it was like huge and everybody was battling uh for five thousand dollars or whatever the case is, or so ten thousand dollars, whatever. And it was just like I don't know. It was, just, it was refreshing just to see that um, organic kind of um, movement of that. Yo, this is Church on the Block. 
Stay right there. Church on the Block. We'll talk about hip hop, the church, and the streets. Again, I'm working on these moves, y'all. Church on the Block. <laughs> Rushing back to the microphone, man. Church in the block, real talk about hip hop, the church in the street. You know, everybody who's in the culture thinks you can do something within the culture. Like, I think I can rhyme. And every once at a staff meeting, I had a little something, you know what I mean? Ratchet to righteous. I was out, I had a little little bars or something like that. Mugs think they can rhyme. Like, they, they talk about comedians think they can sing, right? Right? Uh, or, or rap or whatever. And then rappers think they can do comedy, you know? So, so I, mean, I used to, you know, I, would, I was popping back in the day. I was popping because that's about how far my bones would let me do stuff. Um, but everybody, you know, my wife still doesn't believe it, but it's still, you know, me and this dude named Chris Casaletti back in the day. We was, we, I don't know what we called ourselves, two curly hair boys, some. Um, but Jarius uh, <laughs> is with the Jarius man of God, uh, Jarius King, great brother, great friend, great leader, um, who's known all over the world and the planet with this gift of dance and, and not only just that, but in, in, in the cultural dynamics of it. Because it's one thing to do stuff like to 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 delete um, the culture of it and just just extract uh, from it and just you know use that part, but it but you're true to the culture of, of the dynamics of it all too uh, of of breaking the you know one of the elements of one of the four visible elements of hip hop. So Jarius, uh, break down Chicago cultural dynamics of, of breaking and and help people uh, see that. Uh, uh, from a perspective of, because you know, you, I don't know if people think about uh, hip hop culture in Chicago, they think of maybe drill. I don't know if they, they even see the, 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 like you just talked about already, the divorce between breaking and hip hop uh, culture, but in the context of it, of bopping, they may think of bopping, you know, which, you know, bop to the left, bop to the right, little chemo and D-Lo, um, as some co- kind of dance uh, move. But as it pertains to Chicago cultural uh, dynamics with breaking, just, um, just break that down. Yeah. Um, one, I mean, how we operate within Chicago, traditionally, mm. um, it's always, it's mostly been a city. Like Chicago was known for crazy power moves, which most people would equate with the, the spin moves. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And what we call blow ups, which is just yep. like dynamic, difficult tricks, really explosive movements like out of nowhere. Wow. Uh, that's why we call them blow ups. Um, traditionally, we're known for that. I do um, a blow up, but it ain't. It's it, I blew up. I just blew up. Taco Bell. And oh, the, ambulance, you, the ambulance come. It's a whole situation. I thought you was talking about like a post Taco Bell situation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Phil, you talking about toilets? He talking right. about blowing back. <laughs> right. um, well, yeah, we were known for that, but like traditionally, you know, our, our two most, our two most, I would say, most historic crews because um, were. Uh, were slash are because there's both both these crews are still active, um, or have members that are still active. You have a uh, phase two and and brickheads, yes, brickheads, yes, and fa- phase two, not not to be confused with like the house footwork phase right. two, right, right, phase two, p h a z e z or Roman <laughs> Roman numeral two, phase two, like the breakers from Chicago. So phase two, yeah. brickheads, and what's interesting is when I first came into breaking. At the height of it, like these were like the two leading crews. And when I came in, it was like phase two was like last kind of like battle. And they just kind of disappeared for the years. They disappeared. And so phase wow. two had a more inline traditional uh, approach to breaking. So like, you know, a little bit like the top rocks and other stuff like that. 
um, and more like in line with like the New York, you know, the the the, the with, you know the the home base of hip hop, mm. the mecca, you know, right, whatever you want to say, what have you, of, of that type of style of dancing. And Brickheads, they were the complete opposite. Like I had homies and 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 Brickheads who. You know, in breaking, we don't like to necessarily say, oh, break dancers. Like, no, nah, like we're breakers or we're B-boys or B-girls. Some of the dudes in Brickheads was like, we ain't no, we ain't no B-boys. We break dancers, dog. Like, like I don't want to <laughs> hear that, right? So, Because they they were just like all that top rock and like dance and stuff. Like a lot of people in Chicago was hating on it. And they're like, just do the moves. Get to the moves, right? Mm. And so <laughs> I came up in, in that environment, which was really interesting because, you know, uh, in Chicago and in the Midwest in general, there's not a lot of black folks that break. And right. that the the attitude and the approach to that and like the restriction that if you dance, like you're whack or we think it's boring, which, you know, that's what this whole thing was born out of, like dancing up top, like the top rocks and stuff like that. Like right. you would get hated on for doing that. Mm. So coming in, you know, especially as a black dude in the scene, I'm like one of the only people. And people were hating on dancing. And I'm just like, yo, like it, 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 it definitely was anti-black, especially like a lot of our Latinos is like wow. black Latinos in the scene too. So it was just like that. And people might not even like looked at it from that level. Right. But just given mm. the environment we grew up in, you know, I'm, I'm growing up seeing footwork in and people, you know, dancing to house music. Like we wasn't right. getting on the ground and doing all that stuff when I, you know, that's not my first exposure to dance. Mm. Um, Right. And so for other folks to say like, nah, that's whack. Like it's all about <laughs> these spin moves and stuff like that. I was just like, nah. So uh, Chicago was uh, also to a certain extent, uh, it got, especially when Brickheads took over, it got very, it wasn't a very inviting city <laughs> for yep. people wow. who yep. would come from these places doing like that traditional, like super B-boy New York posy posy <laughs> arms, arms crossed. Just mm. like, you know, like I seen people get other dudes face. Like, what you do? You do style or power? Like, cause we don't like that style stuff out here, dog. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, wow. we, which was crazy, cause some of our most stylic, stylistic dances in the U.S. was from Chicago, but they just didn't get love here. Um, but mm. uh, Chicago um, too. <laughs> yeah, in Chicago too. But you know, we, we have in Chicago, we really innovated the scene with what they call power style. So we had to find a way to merge both of those. And you had folks who weren't like so traditional, super New York, whatever, but. On the West Coast, they was like all superpower moves, and Chicago found a way to, to do both of those, especially like with cra- crazy transitions and, like I said, blow ups, just like explosive moves out of nowhere. Um, wow. Chicago Phase Two was actually the first group uh, in the U- U.S. to represent uh, at this uh, event called Battle of the Year, which started in Germany, um, mm. and they would do like uh, it was big crew battles, you know, around the world. People would come from around the world. They have to do a showcase. From that showcase, mm-hmm. they would pick, I think, like the top, uh, what is it? I think top four groups, top four crews to battle it out between first, to do like first, second, uh, third place type battles. Um, so it might have been top six, I forget. Um, but yeah, phase two was the first ones from the US to represent. They was from wow. Chicago. Now, is that like they they won, <clears throat> they, they, they overcame some other things to have to be eligible to battle in Germany that way? Or? I, I, for, I forget. I think they had, they might have done a qualifier in the okay. US or I think they went straight to Germany and you have to do like the, 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 the group show, like the choreographed showcase in order to get placed into the battle. So I, mm. if I'm not mistaken, I think they went out to Germany 
did the thing and then got placed into the battle. Um, wow. But that was the first time like a U.S. crew represented at a uh, battle a year. And Man. it was from Chicago, you know, and they had one brother from there from the Bronx named K-Mel, but he came with the Chicago dudes, you know. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Chicago's actually been very historic in terms of like our impact on, on breaking and the dance. But uh, unlike places like the East Coast, which a lot of cities, they're so close together or like a place like California, the West Coast, they, they don't have we don't have like media capitals and stuff like that. So we kind of got like overlooked and we didn't get didn't get our just dues and also we didn't necessarily have like the industry there chicago has been known in terms of entertainment and showbiz and other things to fly other folks in or people come here to make their money they don't you know they don't hire like local homegrown i think i think a lot of that might be changing but that's what it was back then so chicago is huge in terms of breaking but in in, in hip-hop and even like some of the writers and i don't know about the graffiti writers and the history but i know we've had influential folks who have traveled around and I, I made it as right. far as Oakland and this brother boss one was like, yo, and them Chicago writers and they did this and we had this dude with it. And he came out to Cali and he did this and that transformed us. And I'm just like, Whoa, like I had no clue. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And, and, and I think I mean, that's good history. That that's some good, um, some good insight with that man, being able to have just affirmation that they, that these cats exist and they, and they count and matter in the culture what's happening in Chicago, and especially as you talked about blending the two styles. You said power moves, and then what, what was the other, the power? Just style, kind of like dancing, oh, like, we, we yeah. call it, you know, or like the foundational footwork stuff, but right. making it more technical, whatever. but they call it power style. So, so like when cats see that who are in the culture, they know Oh, that's like a Chicago, if they're into it, they, they'll know that's kind of a Chicago move. If they, Not if they so much now. Happening. Not so much now. A lot of, with breaking with the internet, and how everybody is connected, like I can make up a new move tomorrow and if it get on video, somebody else could see it and be like, ooh, I like that. And then be doing something similar or could be inspired by it or it could just straight up bite and copy, right? Um, and, you know, you had folks who were just out there doing it and they weren't traveling a lot like that either. So it just, you know, we, we have people uh-huh. like traveling more. There's a lot more communication and visibility in terms of internet. So it's not almost as distinctive I got you. You know, like in terms of how people move and do stuff, it, it it is to a degree, but it's it's changing. But also with Chicago, we have like a lot of like a lot of transplants and a lot of okay. folks in the you know other places who are bringing their influence or their background, you know, uh, and their way of moving. But they live in Chicago, so people might mistake that as a Chicago in, in terms of how we break. Ah, so, uh, you say we, right, we, right, right. Chicagoans, we have a certain approach to that to, to breaking, but we don't necessarily have a specific way of moving. Because even me, mm-hmm. like I was doing top rocks and dancing and getting funky and messing with the music a lot, and I was like, okay, I'm not gonna have like power moves or like a blow up moves, but I want to have a blow up style. So in terms of how I dance as intensely as I do and how I move and how unpredictable I am and like my my I would say assertiveness and sometimes aggression like they be like oh you from Chicago like you know like they <laughs> ah, it, right, right, right. you know I don't look like like any of the people in my city who but my approach is very similar in certain ways when it, when it comes to things so yeah what would you say I mean just to helping people out who understand or don't understand the, you know what what's popping and what's breaking? Like, I mean, you're mm. not without being redundant with other things like this. What if somebody sees like, man, I just saw some some hip hop dancers 
Um, or I, what, are yeah. these dancers, what, are, what are they doing is different than like, what would you say? Uh, popping is literally it's it's an umbrella term, by the way. But the <laughs> basic, you know, like the pop is like what you do with your muscles. You pop them, pop, 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 pop. pop. So the stuff that people see, like the like the robot, like the Jackson Five, like right. the old school, they would consider, yeah. oh, he popping. Right. You know, or pop locking, which arms swinging. Yeah, locking is a separate dance too, because there's a move, the lock. So rerun, aka, right? uh, You know what we know him as rerun, but he's actually known (laughs) as uh, the penguin, Fred the Penguin Perry, um, Mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Uh, But that dance is a separate dance. What's happening? Yeah. So, (laughs) but it's just it's different in terms like breaking. I'll say like I think the common saying is like 80 percent of our dance is on the ground. So you know breaking. Cause it's, it's on the ground mostly, you know, and even yeah. the top rocks and stuff we do, the music we, uh, I would say like the movements just look different, but popping is that stat, like, boom, it, you, you see people's like right. bodies or their muscles like pop, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember just talking about the workout with breaking, not, not so much with the popping, but y'all did like a core workout one time and maybe it's all the time y'all did. Well, the time I was here, I came out the office Went to the, it was, first of all, the dance studio was hot. It was flaming hot because y'all were in there sweating like a mug. <laughs> Nobody was dancing. Everybody was a core workout, but everybody was dead. They were like dead. And you were just like up. I'm like, what happened? And you taught them this, this, this core work. I was like, yo, I'm never going to be Breaking working at is, <laughs> and it's a turn off to a lot of people, especially in this day and age, people want instant gratification and they sure. realize with breaking, like how in depth it is, because like, yeah, you know, I I tell people all the time, I think breaking is the most amazing and versatile dance form that there is in the world. Mm. Um, you know, we dance at every level. Like a lot of stuff is like standing dances. You stand up, they might go down or whatever a little bit, but breaking, we dance standing up, mid level, like on the ground. We spin on the ground and we have a lot of aerial moves and stuff too. So those mugs yeah. who can dance breaking and hit the music and do stuff and literally their feet have never touched the ground in that right. whole run and, right. until they're done. The you know? So breaking is a very dynamic, very versatile dance. And we also it's it's so inviting and inclusive of people. So you can use movements from right. all sorts of cultural dances and your right. own backgrounds and and um, yeah, it, yeah. It's just so with breaking, it is a workout because in terms of like learning like the fundamental moves and stuff. Like I'm not a very muscular dude, you know. I'm not big, but I can, you know. I, I, yeah, I, I can show you here, yeah. here but I can literally can, let hold my whole body on my hands and horizontal on the table and, and, on the lunch and, table if I want to for like an hour. Ooh. Right, right, right. I, mean, right. I ain't, I ain't in shape like that no more. Not yet. I'm gonna get back there. <laughs> so, Jarius, yeah. where, where can people reach you at, man? Where can people yes. like find you? I am uh, on Instagram. You can look me up. Uh, my handle is M O G Dance, all one word uh, together. That stands for Man of God Dance. Um, if you look me up on YouTube, like B Boy Man of God, uh, look me up on Facebook, uh, m facebook.com slash M-O-G dot dance. Um, yeah. You can Google me, Jarius King, dancer, Chicago. Also uh, have a DJ page on Instagram. I, I DJ as well. It's DJ King, G-N-S. Um, I'm all over social media. Just find me. And this is a, probably a time not to ask this question because it's longer. We got a little time left, but like- I'll do my best. 
I know faith in your in in, in the midst of yes. your man of God in the midst of that. I'll tell you this: when I was dancing, I wanted to think of a name, and you know, my first name was Ravenous because it sounded intense. But it's like, oh, that's someone who seeks attention. And after like going through a couple of names, I figured, you know what? Uh, growing in my faith at the at the time, my homegirl, her name is Haiti Orr. I always love her for this. She'd be like, "Man of God, that's a man of God. I see you, man of God." And it it was not dance related at all. So I thought, you know what? If I want something to describe me, I thought about the uh, time, time God revealed himself, uh, God was revealed itself, himself, whatever, to Moses. Yes. And it was like, who are you? I am that I am. And I was just like, when people think about my dance style, I just want to be like, I'm here. I'm me. I am that I am of the great I am that I am. And so yes. I, stuck with, I stuck with man of God. As a testimony. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Time to drop bars. Let me drop these bars here real quick for you. There's a two kings. They were both brothers. One King Louis, one King Edward. King Louis was one who was after power and fame and capturing countries. Um, you know, King Edward was just chill. He was taking over his kingdom, doing things with his people, helping his people. But his brother, King Louis, took over his brother, King Edward's kingdom. Typically, a king would take over your kingdom and kill the king, kill his family, and no other body would kind of kind of take over. But he didn't do that to his brother. What he did is he put his brother in jail. But because his brother was overweight, he left the door just wide enough for his brother not to be able to get out of it. But what he did even more horrible was he fed him three course breakfasts, three course lunches, and three course dinners. His brother, King Edward, stayed in jail for 20 years. Even though the door was wide open, his brother never stopped eating, never stopped taking the food from the, his other brother and stayed and kept himself captive to his brother's wishes until his brother died and then he was able to be free. You know, I don't know about you and your life, where you're at with things, but what are you eating? What are you digesting? What are you taking in now that's keeping you captive while the doors are wide open? You're locked in a room with the doors open. Yo, this is Pastor Phil. Those are those bars. Think on these things. Say lot. Thank you for listening to Church on the Block, real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets. We're back here, same time, same day, next week. Come with us. Tell them it's crazy in these streets. Tell them it's crazy in these streets. If you see God.